Deciding on where to attend medical school, apply for residency, or enter practice? Two is a mobile app that enables you to find the perfect fit where to live, work, and play. Download Two, T-O, at the Apple Store. Have you thought about where are you going? Not just a particular training program or fellowship, but physically, geographically where? Welcome to the AMSA AdLib Podcast, where we'll hear from med students and experts alike. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. For some, the geographic locations of the residency programs or even medical schools they apply to are secondary at best. Partly, this is because applicants may be wary of adding another factor to an already overwhelming research effort that accounts for reputation, competition, cost, and eventually salary and career flexibility. Sarah Linden founded a company, too, that seeks to help drop those pins much more thoughtfully, even scientifically. Sarah's background is in geographic information systems, a technology used by a large company like Starbucks to pick the optimal location for a new store, or by a service like FedEx to figure out complicated driving routes. I mention this because where has always fascinated me, not just as a coordinate, but really the context of place and the ability to figure out best case scenarios for people and the environment based on location. If you think about it, there's no decision you make over the course of your life that doesn't involve location, particularly milestones like going to school, starting a career, retiring, even getting married or having children. Historically as a culture, however, we've let place fall second to maybe career or a job choice. Now we are beginning to see a shift in this mentality as we all begin to embrace the gig economy. People are growing more comfortable with place as a factor for their decision. For physicians in training, Sarah says that care and considering the geographic location can be of particular benefit to medical students considering residency locations, residents considering their next move, and pre-meds considering medical schools, all of whom will face tremendous stress during training. Physicians commit to an average of eight to 10 years of intensive training beyond formal education, and as a result, sacrifice a great deal to get where they are, with a strong emphasis on where. Where you go to school can ultimately lead to where you'll do your residency and where you'll eventually practice. I recently read an article that reported 68% of physicians who go to medical school and complete residency in the same state will ultimately stay there for practice and possibly forever. The fact is, if you have a good experience in a location, you'll stay. That's why where is just so critical to your decision, not only for uncovering potential opportunities you hadn't thought of, but for influencing where you'll go one, two, even three years from now. Throughout the past year, we've been surveying, speaking with, and facilitating focus groups of physicians at all stages of their careers. What we've uncovered, and what probably isn't news to anyone listening, is that there are some very clear challenges. Challenges that go something like, as time in the system progresses, anxiety and control over outcomes increases, which is the result of rigorous testing combined with no time and thus a clear lack of sense of control over decision-making for what's next. Factor in stresses associated with the cost of medical school, combined with a desire to pursue a competitive specialty, and suddenly nothing is as what it seemed. All these folks are well aware of physician shortage issues or the lack of an increased number of residency programs, and all are in agreement that geography plays a major role, but no one feels that progress has been made to assist them in a meaningful, almost tactical way. What we do with two for these individuals is call attention to the value of where from the very beginning. 
We try to help them focus on what matters most as a person, not just a physician. They already have plenty of assessments and tests to take. So how are future physicians taking place into consideration? For starters, Sarah says, not that many are. And those that do probably use a tool that won't surprise you. Well, they just start Googling, as so many pre-med students have told us. They look in places that are familiar to them. They review U.S. News and World Report rankings. They take a look at acceptance rates and MCAT score requirements. Then they pretty much start taking action. They do this with very little knowledge about what they're about to do or where they will go. It's not drastically different from how you or I, who aren't physicians, tell our education and training journey. What we're sure of now is that we didn't understand or know all the possibilities and perhaps would have done things a little different. Sarah explains that just over 781,000 applications were received by MD schools in the U.S. in 2015, from just over 52,000 applicants, according to the Association of American Medical Colleges. That's an average of 15 applications per applicant. Of course, that number ranges widely. Are there really 21 schools out there that will best meet your needs? Do you even know or just fielding applications through the system because it's literally easier than ever to hit send? Each school is so different in curriculum, experiences, specializations, opportunities, and certainly location. Yes, each ultimately leads to doctor, but how you get there and where you are during those four years can be very different. Some schools offer training programs in other areas, while others require you to be in the same location all four years. Some are focused on trauma and head injury. Others have large community health components, while some are rooted in research. So how should an applicant align their interests with their right school in the right location? Well, you need to be considering how the school relates to you, the types of experiences you'll have, the opportunities you'll be presented with. Ask yourself, what motivates you? What sort of exposure will you get to the environments where you ultimately see yourself working long-term? It will be those activities and opportunities that shape the type of doctor you become. Sarah says the process will immediately seem more rewarding if, just for a minute, you set program rankings aside and search based on the intersections of who you are, the type of doctor you want to be, and the environment you want to practice in. Those are the things that no assessment or test will ever measure but can lead to cost savings for you because there's no way 21 schools will make the cut. Maybe the number is more like five, five of your best choices. And for some future physicians, these initial career decisions take on added dimensions. Here's a scenario Sarah uses to illustrate the rich considerations of a location search. Amy is looking to go to medical school. She's already a seasoned nurse. Finding the best place meant finding a location for medical school, residency, fellowship, and even practice for herself, her spouse, and even her dog. Amy might be looking for a community where she could go for a run, where she could be near water, and where she could work towards becoming a specialized pediatrician, and a place that was at least in the same time zone as other family members in Ohio. The geolocation technology Sarah has been working on in the Two app is designed to bring these parameters together. As Sarah puts it, the app ties big data to human-sized decisions. Though the specifics of Sarah's example may not square with your own search needs, that's kind of the point. Tailoring location search to each individual among a huge number of individuals. The average number of times a person will move in their life is 11. In 2015, 40 million people in the United States moved. 7.6 million to a different state. Consider that 50% of the U.S. population is thinking about relocation at any given point in time. 
One added benefit to honing your search, Sarah notes, is helping to keep application costs down. For the residency application process, the fees for the match itself are only the beginning. But to even rank 25 programs in the first place, it basically means that this individual had to have also applied to all of these programs, a separate system administered by the AAMC. It also means they most likely went on all 25 interviews, because there's pretty much no chance a school will rank you in the match process if they haven't even met you yet. So what this really means is that this same individual could have applied to, say, 40 residency programs, got 25 interviews, and ranked all of them in order to ensure they would at least get in somewhere. And for students, added costs usually translates directly to debt. Travel costs alone for interviews fluctuate anywhere from eight to $12,000 on average. Add to that required application costs and suddenly those advertisements you see encouraging you to borrow as little as 1000 or as much as $20,000 specifically for this process make complete sense. And they're out there. We need to be concerned about this because it's not right. No one should be paying upwards of $25,000 to fulfill required application costs in any profession. Beyond the immediate savings, adding location as a serious consideration and planning a career path is really about bringing some of the humanity back into an unfeeling competitive process. We all face major life transitions, and everyone comes with multiple location-based factors that can ultimately determine our success and happiness. We'd really like to know how geographic location factored into your rank list or med school decision. Email us or even record your thoughts on your phone's voice memos app and email the recording to adlib at amsa.org. The two app itself is available at the Apple App Store. You can find it easily by searching for the phrase, To Where Matters. AMSA AdLib is brought to you by the American Medical Student Association. I'm your host, Christine Camizio. This episode was produced by Pete Thompson and myself. Joshua Caulfield is the show's executive producer, and Dr. Kelly Tibbert is AMSA's national president. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and thank you for listening. Not sure what to expect or how to navigate the interview process? Want to make sure your personal statement hits the mark? AMSA's new program, Applied Match Preparation, or AMP, has been created just for you. Get personalized, one-on-one assistance from a team of experts and get ready to shine during the application process. Visit amsa.org slash amsa-amp to get started today.